0: Good morning, Uh <clears throat> let's open our Bibles to uh, the book of Romans, chapter 5, Romans chapter 5, um, let's, let's all stand. Uh, Verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Thank you. I know we heard the word pandemic, but I... Entitled my message today, uh, Syndemic. <clears throat> syndemic. <clears throat> now, uh, if you ask probably your grandparents or great-grandparents what calamity they went through when they were young that affected the entire world, some of them will probably tell you the Spanish flu, you know. Some will probably tell you the Great Depression. Others may tell you World War II. And one day, when we, become old, when we become old, we could probably be asked the same question, what kind of calamity we went through uh, worldwide. And COVID-19 pandemic may be the one that We may answer. We may give us an answer. You know, COVID-19, as you all know, changed our lives. How we were ordered to stay home, wear a mask, cough and sneeze, you know, wash our hands, social distance, not work for a while, have classes online, have our weddings and reunions postponed, have a Bible conference canceled, have a stimulus check, more than once, you know it became a household name for all of us, but there's one pandemic out there that's been going on for a while that we seems that we don 't c- care less about. We cannot see this in the microscope we 're not even studying it, we'll probably never find a vaccine about it on it <clears throat> and this other pandemic. It's called sin. You know, sin is the most serious thing man will ever deal with. It's a spiritual virus that makes us morally and spiritually weak and sick. It infects our body, our minds, our emotions, relationships, motives. We don't have the strength of our, on our own to overcome it either. <clears throat> you know, sin is this Everything man dread off. It's it's terminal disease. It's far worse than COVID, or even cancer, uh, or, um, or anything else. So let us explore this sin pandemic. To the COVID nineteen pandemic, you know, COVID came from China. It was discovered in China late 2019. That's why it's called uh, COVID nineteen. <clears throat> sin came to us thousands of years ago, 6,000 years ago maybe. It's a virus that all of us have had since the day we were born. Psalms chapter 51 in verse 5, it says, Behold, I was shaven in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. We were born with sin, in sin. And then the spread. COVID spread worldwide fast. Devastated countries, ruined economies, killed people, shut down the world, and changed the lives of every human being on earth. Sin spread to us, too, from Adam and Eve. It was us from future generations. It's part of our DNA. Again, Romans 5, in verse 12 to uh, 19, said, When Adam sinned, sin entered, and death spread to everyone. <clears throat> not only uh seeing ruin nations like Sodom and Gomorrah or even America, it has ruined families and marriages, relationships and friendships, homes, testimonies. You know it ruins relationships with God and his church. Now we go to the prevention. In COVID, uh what we took for granted then we took it seriously. To prevent the spread, we went back to the basics, the basic hygiene, like washing our hands, and covering our cough and sneezes, things that we have learned for many, many years. I can't believe, back then, I was 55 years old when COVID-19 came, someone still wa- telling me how to wash my hands. Right? Um, this is how you wash it, this is how you wash it. <clears throat> I was taught to cough on my elbow, like this. And you know, That's something new to me, believe it or not. See? <clears throat> and, you know, did you know you're supposed to cough on your elbow? I was always like this, you know, until somebody said, no, do it this way. So those are the preventive measures for COVID. In syndemic, to prevent spread, we had to go back to the basic spiritual Hygiene of Christian living. It's basically following the Ten Commandments. Right? Terminologies. Before COVID came, we didn't, we probably didn't even know what pandemic was or how to define pandemic. In COVID, we learned about PPEs. That's protective personal equipment. The face mask, the gown, the goggles, the face shield. You know, survey so really 2023 thousand twenty still it's still common sight. You know, PPE's. I'm a medical person. I don't even know what PPE was, meant until COVID came. You know, the good Lord has also provided us with spiritual PPEs. In Ephesians six and chapter ten, it's called the armor of God. You know, now I don't have time to explain the armor of God, but it's not enough for us to wear it. We have to use it. We, know, we, we have to know how to use it. It's not enough to wear the hammer of salvation to protect our minds, to keep us from thinking, stinking, you know. We have to know how to use it. You know, our thoughts are probably the dirtiest in our spiritual lives. There's a machine out there called the lie detector machine that can tell if you're lying or not. You better be thankful for now they haven't invented a machine that can read your thoughts. You know, you don't want your thoughts being flushed in the big screen, television. See, the mask. In COVID-19, we were told to wear a mask to prevent infection. In syndemic, we need to wear a mask to cover our mouth. A mask. <clears throat> it's a medical fact that the mouth is the dirtiest part of your body. That's where all the germs are. The Bible says the tongue is a two-edged sword. James chapter 3 verse 6, it says the tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, it sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and itself set on fire by hell. It's a two-edged sword, cut in both ways. Use it right, it inspires. Is it wrong? It insults. You know, we need to wear the mask to keep our mouths shut most of the time. Our mouths have wrecked marriages. They have wrecked families, relationships, homes and churches. It is a weapon of mass destruction. People have used gossip instead of gospel. The Bible says, He who keeps his mouth shut Save him a bunch of trouble. Now quarantine. <clears throat> you have to stay home so you don't get infected. The Bible talks about the particle sun. When he left home, his life went from the palace to the hog pen. From eating cornbread, he ate corn husks. From righteous living, righteous living, he went to riotous living. All the money he inherited, they lost it all. Because he did not quarantine, he did not stay in his father's house. There are Christians today out there. Their lives go astray, their marriage failing, their career seems promising, their problems worsening, their bank account dwindling, their minds going crazy. Someone made you mad at church or hurt your feelings they become like the prodigal son and they leave the father's house. They leave church. Have you left the church house? Be like the prodigal son who came to his senses and came back home. In this endemic, quarantine may stay put in the house. Stay put in the house of God, no matter what happens. If you do not shelter in the place of the arms of Jesus, your lives will go astray. No matter what comes and goes in your life, stay in church. If you feel that you're not being appreciated, stay in church. Come rain on high water, stay in church. Your marriage breaking apart, stay in church. Your children are stay in church. You're depressed or oppressed, stay in church. All hell is breaking loose in your life, stay in church. Psalms 23 concludes with the words, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And then we have the social distancing. They said that it was the most, before drugs came and the vaccines came, it was the most effective weapon against COVID. Guess what? It's also the best weapon in endemic. The Bible said to flee from immorality. Social distance from immorality. You know, social distance from Satan and his teaches, teachings, from friends who are not churchgoers, who do not have godly fear, stay away from people who drinks and, and fornicate and, you know, you hang out with, with their feathers, soon you'll fly like them. You know, control yourselves uh, with the Internet. That's a powerful tool. I know you and I cannot live without the Internet. One click away, and you could ruin your life. And that the Internet is present in your laptops and your cell phones. Some things that we cannot live without. We need to socially help socially distance ourselves from those. <clears throat> sexual temptation. Did you know that sexual sin is the only sin where the Bible says you need to run away from? Or social distance from? because they are strong magnets to Christians. Many in the Bible are victims of it. We've known of pastors and ministers, preachers falling from it, many churches destroyed. Flee immorality, the Bible says. You know, anytime the Bible gives a command concerning sexual temptation, we are told to run. We are all told to flee, social distance. David did not run when he saw Bathsheba, And he got in trouble. Joseph ran when he was tempted by Potiphar's wife, and he was safe. Both became famous for it. See the, road, the uh, social distancing is a very good weapon. The rise of COVID nineteen, the deaths and the cases increased because we did not social distance. You know, in China. It spread because it was a Chinese New Year. They ignored the warning. Spain ordered a lockdown. But people did not uh did not uh, obey because they went to watch a national soccer match. There the virus spread. You know. In Florida, there were spring breakers, there were total to lockdown, they ignored it. Twenty seven thousand we infected in Florida with 800 deaths. In New York, when people finally obeyed the warning, 14,000 already died. Their death record exceeded that of 9/11. They had more deaths than that of American soldiers, soldiers killed in six wars. They went through. It was the worst-hit state in America. Here in Georgia, we were not exempted. In five weeks, we went from zero case to 10,000 <clears> because social distancing was not in force. People were hard headed. You know, <clears throat> Even our local postman was not, didn't want to work because social distancing, they did not social distance. You know, in Albany, Georgia, you know, their supplies were sick. They, they, it was headlined that the lack of social distancing in two funerals. Led to more funerals. This, this hospital's six month supply of run out in six days. It was the highest density of infection by population in the world. We ourselves didn't socialize. Some of us during the pandemic, you know, we still gather in people's houses. You know, we still went to the lake. You know, in, in, you're infected with sin, we need to social distance from sin. <clears throat> so run, run from sin. The Chinese have a saying, all great battles are won without fighting. Many times the only way you can win a spiritual fight, especially in sexual sins, is by running. <clears throat> and I can tell you the same, social distancing works better against endemic. And then we have the routine. Our lives, the routine of our lives changed when COVID came. My wife and I, we were going to bed past midnight, 2 a.m. We wake up at 11 a.m. You know, I used to eat meals, breakfast, lunch, supper on the right time. During the quarantine, I got up close to lunch, I ate brunch. As a result, I lost weight. Now, my wife, myself, my daughter were off work. You know, I had not worn my shoes and my uniform for a while. Now, my daughter worked at the uh, 24-hour fitness club. When they shut it down, she moved the club in our garage. Weights and everything else piled up in it. We couldn't even park her car. You know, <clears throat> her cousins got there, came work out, to work out. You know, school and work... We did them online. I probably see college and high school, uh, students doing it. But elementary and pre-K, online, that was new. I saw my, uh, my, my wife's brother-in-law over there, Brandon, doing curbside school lunches and orders and homework. Church, so the day coming, and the government could shut down the, the doors of our church. But social distancing made us made preachers preach on empty seats and live streaming. Now Brother Paul hates the internet. You've heard him say it's from the pits of hell. He may be thankful now. This online worship was new. I was getting used to listening to sermons, drinking coffee in my recliner. You know, my son didn't even come to church on Wednesday nights because he forgot it's Wednesday. You know, his routine changed. By driving, I filled up my car just before Governor Kemp announced the quarantine in Georgia. My gas tank stayed full in two months. I told my wife I need to drive my car because it was sitting idle. So I packed up the dogs... Went around the block. You know. <clears throat> the pandemic left people not driving. As a result, gas prices went down. I filled up my car, full tank, $10. Someone said, now that gas prices comes down, we can't go anywhere. And they were right. You know. One morning, I got up, went to the bathroom, went to the mirror, and I'm like, what you know, what's this? You know, I had a mustache, I had a goatee, and then I realized I haven't taken a bath in four days. And because I shave in the shower. I put soap in here, and that's my shaving cream. Then I brush my teeth. Four days I haven't brushed my teeth either. My routine changed. You know? One, uh, one thing I found out about the quarantine, Americans can live, Americans can live without sports. The NBA, the college basketball, the baseball, all canceled. Even the recreational games were canceled. At that time, I was looking forward for my niece, my nieces out there, nephews, Ellen Auburn. They were supposed to play in the recreational games. They already had their uniforms. I was somehow excited because I don't have to the babysit them anymore. But the games were canceled. And I've always thought Americans cannot live without LeBron James and the Atlanta Braves. Now, my son was so upset, There were no, there was no NBA Finals, no Final Four, no Atlanta Braves. So, he went to his Xbox and downloaded that latest version of the Call of Duty. After two years not playing Call of Duty, I, after two years and not social, myself not playing Call of Duty, I started playing again. You know? <clears throat> Our routine changed. Can we Christians live a day without playing sinner? Because we have the distance from it? You know? In First John chapter 3 and verse 10, it says there, by this it is evident who are the children of God. And who are the children of the devil, whosoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. <clears throat> this new, this COVID-19 gave us a new normal. And it will be a while if we ever go back to the pre-COVID lifestyle. You can still be wearing masks. It's 2023. I'm still told sometimes to wear a mask. We don't even shake hands anymore. We do fist bumps. When was the last time you saw Brother Paul shook hands in that door before and after church service? You know. Hand sanitizer is something we carry now. Once upon a time, we were social distancing, falling in line at Walmart. Now, Brother Paul used to go to McDonald's, drink coffee with his friends since COVID he hasn't been back. You know we sometimes we go out there and buy a bunch of tissue papers and I'm like when are we going to stack up tissue papers again? And they could be coming again we got to do that again. You know <clears throat> we get infected with sin severely we can lose routine. We can lose routine reading our Bibles I'm seeing that happening to myself. No routine coming to church. The routine of that. I'm seeing members of this church on that one. We can lose routine fellowshiping with God's people, obeying the Ten Commandments, or living godly. You know, <clears throat> our routine, you know, can change if we're severely infected with sin to our point that we can question our Christianity. You know, during the Last Supper, Jesus said, "One of you." will betray me?" The Apostle Philip examined himself and asked, Is it I, Lord? Have you ever examined yourself when you are in pace, out of place with God and asked, Am I really saved? Am I really a Christian? When you get out of routine because of the sin, infection, you could be asking yourself that question. They say COVID-19 has become seasonal, like the flu. There may be a season for your sins to come back. Your past addictions can come back. Your past sins can resurface again. Your worldly friends can rebound on you if you're not careful. Your past can plague you again. Now let's go to our treatment and cure. One good thing about COVID now, we have vaccines. We have some of those drugs that, uh, already work, they say. So too with the sin infected child of God. You know, there may not be a vaccine about unseen because we were born with it, but there is a cure. At one time they say that the blood plasma is promising to COVID. <clears throat> it will give you complete healing. But there's also that blood plasma against endemic. It's real blood, the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on the cross. You know, there's knowledge out there that Jesus received 39 lashes before he was crucified. There's no biblical basis for that, but the book of Deuteronomy talks about the Jews' law to last criminals 39 times as a punishment. The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians that he was last 40 times minus 1 so that's 39 so it's conceivable that Jesus under Jewish law was last 39 times now why is that significant some people say that 39 lashes represents the 39 categories of diseases that plague the human race today I don't know if that's a coincidence or not You know, we medical professionals we deal with the what they call ICD codes. You know, there's thirty nine of those, thirty nine uh, categories. <clears throat> you know, but that's how the Lord Jesus Christ shed His blood. He was last and crucified for the saving of the soul. Seeing as the great clogger, and the blood of Christ is the great cleanser. We don't need to be crippled any longer by the disease of sin, because God has provided the cure. The blood of Jesus Christ, First John, cleanses us from all sins. Believing that, and the patient, us, the patient of sin, demic, is cured. <clears throat> and a Christian may not, may, may not completely stop from sinning, but they are saved from the eternity of hell where there's no socializing with God. Yes, a child of God will sin. The same person will sin. That's just the facts. Romans chapter 7, verse 15 to 20. It says, therefore, the things I want to do, the good things I want to do, I do not do them. The things that I don't want to do, that I do. I keep on doing. Now, the evil I don't want to do, this I keep on doing. It is a sin living in me that does it. And know, <clears throat> favorite member of Lama Baptist Church still carries the sin virus, he will still sin. The one in here with the perfect attendance, he too will test positive with sin. He will still sin. The most righteous member of Lama Baptist Church, he too will sin. Yes, even the pastor is not immune from sinning. I've seen our pastor, Brother Paul, do things he's not supposed to be doing. I've heard him say things he's not supposed to be saying. And I say that with all due respect. I know he's not here today. And even if he's here, I'll say it. You know. but, but that sin no longer stinks. A Christian may carry that sin in nature, but no longer seriously ill. He doesn't, he doesn't need to go to the spiritual ventilator or ICU or hospital for the greatest precision has donated his blood for him or her. No. Be aware of this syndemic it's still lurking out there, it's still contagious, it's still infectious. It can still kill your testimony. King David was a man after God's own heart, but his adultery killed his testimony. Jesus chose Peter as the rock. But his denial shook his testimony. So let us take away, let us take every precaution not to get infected or reinfected with sin again. Make sure you test positive for faith in God. Stay six feet away from your friends when they do evil. Cover your dirty mouth when you feel like you're talking ugly. Isolate yourself from unbelief. Wash your hands from sin. Time to time for us to take this other pandemic, this syndemic, a little bit more serious. That's my message today. God bless you all. Thank you. <clears throat>